0: You bring the whiskey And I'll bring the pot You bring the papers And I'll pour the shots It's so good to have good company For all the fucked up habits that i got it's you bring the whiskey that's that was right that, you, that was yeah. it yeah and i'll it. bring the pot in case you fucking haters didn't think it was me singing you bring the papers and i'll pour the shots it's so good to have good company for all the fucked up habits that i got that was the one part that was hard for me the god but we're we did it we're there that's me on the intro you fucking haters! <laughs> you fucking haters, dude. Uh, well, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, y- welcome you to the show. Uh, we were supposed to have a guest tonight, but he bailed. Shout out to fucking Steve Buscemi, you fucking bitch. Little, little Buscemi, dude. Buscemi couldn't make it. It would have been cool. It would have been cool. We'll, been get him, we'll get him on eventually. I, yeah. you know, I, I shout out to my entire childhood friend group. I love them all. They're all my boys still, but I feel like Jake would be the guy. Uh, the right guy out of that group.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it'd be fun. To have yeah. yeah. And, um, someday it'll happen. I mean, it's late right now. He probably could have been here.
0: He, Yeah, he for sure. Dude, I'm going to call. Can I call him? Yeah, do it. He didn't. So I texted him at like, you know, 645 and he didn't respond. So let's see what he says. Wow. Navigating my phone right now is not going good. Uh, there he is. Okay. Let's see.
1: Will you be able to hear me?
0: Yeah. No. Well, maybe. Okay. Like in the background. He's not going to answer.
1: I'll have to yell. Yeah. I don't want to yell.
0: Yell away from the mic.
1: He's not going to answer. I
0: wonder what his voicemail is. He, never, kno- he knows what you're doing. I know. We're going to hear his voicemail. of course like literally of course like i knew he didn't do a voicemail yeah jake a, if you're listening right now okay. set yourself up a personal fucking voicemail
1: he's still allowed to come on here no of course of course um so why do you have a bunch of songs
0: recorded <clears throat> written all that shit yes and not what What are you doing with it? so uh most of them i've written in the last month and a half yeah Okay, like that's when shit happens when you're on it. You're on it. I'm on it. I'm on fire right now. But the problem is I joined a a writing group. Okay. so the guy that started the group uh, has placements in movies and TV shows. He's killing it. I met him through a mutual friend, the producer that I work with primarily. And uh, we did a session together like a year ago, made a song. Didn't talk much after that, but I liked him a lot. And uh he posted on his Instagram like, "If you're a writer and you want to join this group, we're doing you know songs for like TV and movie placements and major label artists. Send me your email." So I sent him my email. He added me to a Dropbox, a Dropbox group. Shout out to Lauren at Hennessy's for giving me fucking nine shots, and then Chase for giving me a fucking shot of moonshine before we started this shit. They still have Dropbox. Yeah, so I'm in a Dropbox group. So what he did was he put a bunch of producers together that make beats and then got a bunch of writers together to write to the beats, the, sp- the specific beats that are in the Dropbox folder. You can only write to that. So I've written, I think, 17 or 18 in the last month, five weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem is he said, don't send these anywhere because he's – the guy that's sending it to the tv shows the labels like all this stuff all his contacts and if i were to send it out or put it out and it like a tv show wanted it or a movie wanted it there'd be a problem so like i I have to keep him very low key and he has to be the one that and this is like for now like it's only been a month so in a year if i write you know a thousand great songs and nothing happens like we'll figure out what to do with those either even
1: even the ones you've already written right so are those all yours all your all your they're
0: not my music so i'm writing to other people's beats right so i wouldn't uh, have had access i wouldn't have had access to those beats if he didn't have
1: to to sit on them
0: right for now i mean it's like a you know i've been i've been writing and rapping and this shit. i left school in 2013 so it's been 15 years so what about that one talking about brooke okay so that is my song i wrote I wrote the chords on the guitar. I played it myself, and I sent it to that producer that introduced me to the guy that started the writing group. Just me and my guitar. That's my song. Mm. Like that's he made the the drums so and. So that's sh-
1: not done by other people. No, that's you, like that's all you guys. Are.
0: I had I basically wrote the song in in total, and he added drums and stuff. But I have the original. What I sent him, I could play that if you want. Yeah, you should. All right, here it is. I tried picking up the pieces, thought that we could use I almost called you on a way home, but you ain't even in my recess. We used to tell Monday through Friday. We used to kick it on the weekends. days we ain't speaking. And you know you're the reason that you ain't even in my recess. So that was a version I sent to the producer, and he made the whole beat around it, but it was just me and my guitar. So it's like my song if If someone else made that beat, like someone in the in the Dropbox group made that you beat... you wouldn't be able to post it right so but this is mm. my song, it's not part of that group, so how many artists are in that Dropbox? there's like twenty writers, oh shit, and like twelve or thirteen producers, oh shit,
1: yeah, so it's music writers all together, right, and then like everybody's writing off their own all the all the shit
0: well, the thing is like multiple people can write to the same beat so like yeah. when you pick something you got to write the best fucking song to that if somebody beats you it doesn't matter what you wrote if yeah. someone writes a better song than you your songs not doesn't have matter have you ever listened to the new basement tapes the basement tapes new basement tapes new
1: basement tape no um <laughs> it's a group of artists that they had to come together and it was bob there it was lyrics that Bob Dylan had written and they'd found like tapes and tapes and tapes and tapes of his lyrics that he'd written and they in a basement is okay. what it was and they found <clears throat> when they found his his tapes they took all these lyrics that they liked or the songs they liked which were lyrics and then sent them out to the specific artists Oh, and each artist wrote their own version of the whole album pretty really? much yeah and then they pick and each artist came together then and then picked and choose which one they liked the most. Right. And then they played this out, made this, but they album. sent
0: the same lyrics to multiple artists, the best Just song the lyrics. Right. But the best song
1: won. Yeah. right? Well, it wasn't if they all chose it together though. Okay. Like as a group, they're like, that was fucking
0: right. But the people they sent it off to, yeah, there's a whole documentary on it too. Yeah. I'll have to look it yeah, up. You
1: should, you really, but what
0: I was getting at is like, you know, let's say the same Bob Dylan lyrics were sent out to five writers Whoever wrote the best song. So it's very
1: similar to what you guys are doing is what I'm saying. Right. right. Like, so you guys, by doing this Dropbox are doing like almost the same shit. Whereas like you got one guy writing this beat or writing this song, producing this this song. Right. And then you guys creating lyrics to this
0: song. And whoever has the best shit wins. Yeah. It's almost exactly the same. It's competitive. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like uh, there's only two or three other people that I'm even worried about yeah there's one dude in the group who's a fucking monster yeah that's one guy and i i immediately messaged him on instagram that
1: that would be marcus mumford in this other group okay marcus mumford comes in he's just such a good songwriter right he and they're all are like oh my god yeah and we got rihanna giddens who's uh bluegrass fucking phenomenon like she's so fucking good yeah it's just i mean
0: there's so many different interpretations to elvis
1: costello's in this group i don't know Oh, dude! Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello. Elvis. Okay. You have to fucking watch it start. I'm gonna send you. I'll send you the fucking documentary. Please. It's just it. The the album in general is cool, but when you see like their process and sh- you get to watch their process, it's yeah. fucking cool.
0: No, that I'd be fascinated by yeah. that because the way I write is very based off my experience, what I've learned about how to write a song, and the way that I've learned is. Through my internships, when I was an audio engineer, I was working with like, I was basically working for free for, for legends, Mm. multiple. And when I watched them and how they, they would, so like the last guy I'm referring to specifically is a producer and he's made probably a hundred plus songs that you know very well. And I was working at his house in Calabasas for free and he would have different writers come in, different artists come in. Um, I fucking, you know, hung out like I was just there. It was just a crazy like circumstance where I was around these like Leona Lewis is one person I remember that came in. She keep bleeding. Wait, really? Keep. She came in one day and, you know, she's hot. But she's, like you see yeah, her in person, on, you're like, was oh, that, my. American God. Idol, right? She was gorgeous. Yeah. One of those shows. It was I think. American Idol. I think. And then the other cool guy uh, who sings once I was seven years old. My mother told James me. James Blunt. No, that's no, but he's British. It's Lucas Graham, I think his name is. Sounds like James Fontaine. I think it's, uh, he was the, we smoked a cigarette together and talked, and he was like the coolest guy. Uh, once I was, I don't want to disrespect him by saying his name wrong, so I want to make sure I'm right. That is. Lucas Graham. Okay. Yeah, you did, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I was just around all this shit and I would watch. I'd be sitting there in the corner like, don't speak unless you're spoken to. But I'd watch how it would happen. And, like, the guy, the producer um, that I worked for, I don't wanna name drop him, but uh two chains. I name dropped everybody, so I might as well Dark Child. <laughs> oh, uh Roddy Jerkins. And I don't know any of them, so you No, know, he did say my name, say my name like I his catalog's crazy. Like I love his that song. <laughs> he worked with Michael Jackson when he was sixteen. He worked with, you know, Whitney Houston, Brandy, he did As Long As You Love Me by Justin Bieber. This guy's nuts. And I'm at his house just on total coincidence and I'm watching how he works with his writers and he'll have multiple beats that he made and they'll go through and they'll find one they like and what they do is they he would send them in the vocal booth and have them freestyle shit. So he would have them just like pretty much make up melodies on the spot with no words. You just go like and he's like okay that's going to be the pre-chorus, right? And then so they they put together in the chorus is like da 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 they'll put together the melodies first and then they'll have like the hook, the concept. And once they have the concept, you put words to the melodies and it becomes a song. Mm-hmm. So I use shirt by uh SZA. Blood plus stain on my shirt. New bitch on my nerve. It was like a big social media song. He produced that and that's how they do it. They come up with melodies and they hear the song before there's words. There's like a song there. So no matter what you say, it's already good, but then you come up with a good concept lyrically and it becomes a whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. But I don't know how. I'm more like hip-hop, R&B, pop. I don't know how bluegrass or folk people write. A lot of these people are singer-songwriters, so they come up with the chords first, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of times with like bluegrass or folk, I think it is. it is... Chords, right? M- melodies, like playing playing the song, and if like you're writing the song on on a blue on a banjo or a guitar, yeah. or, And then the song come, and then the vocals come later.
0: And I have no like music theory education, so the way I do it is all feel and ear. But these people that you're talking about are taking Bob Dylan lyrics, so there's already it's, a concept. It's there. Super cool, and making that concept. Usually, you make the lyrics match the feel of the song, like I do. So if there's a beat and it makes me feel a certain way, I write the melodies and then the lyrics tie into the feeling to it feeling that the music gives I feel you like that's pretty common, right? It is very common, especially for pop and people that cause listen, like most pop artists that you're listening to are not musicians. even like Justin Bieber, like one of the biggest pop artists ever. He doesn't play a fucking instrument. So like it, it, he's not writing either, but like coming up with concepts for people like that, that aren't writing chord well, progressions and stuff. There is a,
1: uh, a episode of, meat eater and luke combs goes
0: on it fucking beast i love him by the he's way he's so,
1: such a good he's a cool the, guy well so but what's awesome about that episode is it's not just him it's like his two buddies that are songwriters yeah and they like break down i'll send you the episode too if i find if i can find it if not you can just fucking it's on fuck netflix it. right no this is just an episode on meat eater yeah it's, it's not on netflix oh. i don't i don't think it's the one it's not like a Eater mm-hmm. show it's uh, not where they're hunting Okay. It's like after that hunt. Okay. And they are, they sit down and, and Luke Combs and his two buddies, I can't, I wish I knew their names, but it yeah. doesn't matter. They sit down. I mean, it matters. It does. <laughs> they sit down and they kind of, asshole. they kind of break down how the writing process happens because, because, okay. uh, Stephen Renella is a writer. Like that's, I mean, that's where, where, why he is where he is. Like yeah. he's so good with words and they break down how they do it. And then it's like, it's like, you know, hook, like they do their line line hook, you know, it's like, it's like they bring these. And then the way they describe the way they're like getting you to the hook is just like, it's almost like fishing. Honestly. It's like, they're like, they're fucking hooking you. Like yeah. legit hooking you at the end of it, like just phoom, sinking well, I'll sinking you Sinking I, you into it. I
0: normally come up with the hook first before so that's
1: I think they even say that on there too. Yeah, like you they, have to. they get you, the hook and it's like You
0: have to know where the song's going yeah. in order to write a good verse and before, a free chorus it, I think they, you get I think there.
1: you'd love listening to it because I th- they do they do talk about that.
0: I want I want to listen to it. Um, Send me it.
1: I will. But and, a
0: lot of the times I write backwards. So I'll have the hook. If the hook is uh, uh, i don't know if i the, forgot
1: where i was going with that no
0: but uh, no if if a hook is like let's come up with a hook right now like uh you broke you broke my heart let's just say a basic one okay right?
1: let's start with that so
0: then instead of starting with how do you the first sentence of the pre-chorus which is like years away in terms mm-hmm. of writing you start with the last line before the, the chorus which is like uh, and everything you did tore me apart and that broke my heart. And then you're like, oh, yes. okay. So I have the way it's going to end. And then now I have the, the end of the pre-chorus. But what led me to everything you did broke my heart. It's like we were doomed from the start. Everything you did <laughs> broke my heart. Yes. Whatever or tore me apart. You broke my heart. So you kind of write backwards. Dave Chappelle talks about that in his uh, stand-up special. I think it's called uh, The Closer. But he's like, I'm so good at this. I can write jokes backwards. I start with a punchline, so I kicked her in the pussy. And then I find a way to get to that punchline of, I kicked her in the pussy. And it's going to be funny. I don't know how, where it's going to go, but I know the punchline is going to be, so I kicked her in the pussy. And then you kind of write backwards. I do that a lot too. So a lot of it is finding just a concept like, okay, this one I talked about with Brooke, recents, right? I was driving home from work one night. We hadn't talked in months. I went to call her. This is like my good friend that I've been friends with for 10 years. She was my high school girlfriend. We didn't talk for like a year. And on my way home from work, I was, you know, kind of feeling sentimental about it. And I went to call her. And every time I called her, she was in my recent calls because we've been in touch for 10 fucking plus years. And I went in my recent calls and she was not in my recents. And that's where I was like, that's a song. So I'm like, how do you, how do I get to the chorus of you're not in my recents? And then I kind of, I tried picking up the pieces, thought that we could use a reset. I almost called you on the way home, but you ain't even in my recents. We we used to talk Monday through Friday. We used to kick it on the weekends. Nowadays, we ain't speaking, and you know you're the reason that you ain't even in my recents. That's how it happened, so. I mean, a lot of it's life experience, too. Like, there's shit that happens. I find that, like, the more uncomfortable I am with, like, a situation in my day-to-day life, the, the easier it is for me to write a song. If there's something that I feel something about, some type of way about, Upset, angry, frustrated. I don't write too many happy songs, I kind of realize, but that's because I channel my discomfort into lyrics. I mean, but most people don't want that, like,
1: unhappy, or they don't want the happy stuff all the time.
0: They don't want the happy stuff all the time, or they do? They don't. Majority wants. Well, because that's not real. Yeah. It's not real life to be happy all the time. There's feel-good songs for sure, and there's moments for it, but, like, most people like for me when i'm dealing with something if i can listen to a song that i can relate to about that it makes me feel better so like knowing that other people that wrote that song went through something similar is like a positive it turns a negative into a positive and that's the biggest thing for writing what it does for me is like negative shit in my life that i'm upset about and i feel horrible about if i can turn it into like It's like a baby. It's like my baby. It's like this thing didn't exist. And then I felt something in my heart, in my head, and then I made it into a thing that can be replayed and other people can listen to and experience. It's like turning like whatever feelings into like something tangible is like the best fucking feeling I've ever felt. And I'm an addict. Like I love, you know, nicotine and gambling and all that bullshit, but no dopamine hit hits harder than when I write a song that I fucking like. And that's because I'm turning... Shit in my life that may not be good into something that's undeniably positive, which is creating something. Yeah, the bummer with that is that now you're in this drop box
1: and you can't put it for out for now, but I'm in a better like, spot when, than I do. When been in does that years? happen? When does that happen when you're able to put that out? Because, like, if dude, okay, the, like the, the fucking six songs I just heard, yeah, you can't post because someone else wrote the Music. produced the other part,
0: right? Worst case scenario, I get. One of my producers to remake that music and I put the song out. It's my lyrics. It's completely my lyrics. Yeah. It's your, like, why can't you just hit up that guy and be like, Hey, I like it. Can we fucking do this? Because I'll make more money if Post Malone sings it or I'll make more money. If it oh, gets, so you're into the hoping
1: new- that someone else is going to yes, use it.
0: Yes. It's not just, so that's part of it. But the other part of it is let's, okay. So we're working I mean, with, you're the- not wrong no i want to make money bro i don't even want to be famous i don't want n- anybody to know who i am but i want to make a lot of money and i want to make money writing songs how do you do that you get fucking placements in tv shows and movies that's what this group is for yeah i feel like i'm your mom though because i just want to be like i want to show my friends so do you, i understand do and eventually wouldn't it be cooler to show your friends a song that post malone saying that i wrote or that someone like that saying that i wrote that wouldn't, wouldn't be cool that'd be I'm, cooler it to me. Would, it would be cool i for, could show you the demo once the song's out i could send you the demo yeah if if, if i mean, Post Malone yeah, yeah. cover I mean, one of my songs oh you, you don't think i'm gonna be like hey so he wrote that song right and, like, and yeah, i'll yeah, be yeah, saying the same that. fucking shit i'll be posting all over my instagram i'll be like yo i wrote this song like go yeah. run it up and then i'll post snippets of the demo and be like this is me and i'll have the timestamp of two and a half years before it came out when i wrote this song and i'll say yeah. what it's about and who i wrote it about and was that I've had songs that I loved that I just listened to on my own and I found out later my friends that I've met through my music produced it and then through them I got to hear the demos of those songs that were written by someone else and that's like that stands out to me as like the first moment that I wanted to write is when I heard the demos of these songs Uh, shout out to Tish T-I-S-H Tish Hyman H Y M A N and Jizzle. Her Instagram is at I Am Jizzle. Uh, they wrote two Ty Dollar Sign songs that I love. And because, shout out to Sci Fire, one of my, my uh, producer friends that I've known for like 10 plus years, great guy. He produced uh, one of the beats <clears throat> that ended up being my favorite song by Ty. And uh, he showed me the demos of these songs that were written by these women. And I hearing the demo they're so raw they weren't perfect but the the idea and the concept was there and then what ty dolla sign was able to do with those demos and make it into his own song that's when i was like oh shit like i feel like i want to write for someone like that and that was the beginning of it and it was uh credit by ty dolla sign which was written by jizzle and horses in the stable by ty dolla sign which was written by tish hyman fucking great songs i didn't
1: i didn't listen to any of that no
0: i was talking to the people i know you were looking up your thing yeah thank you um but essentially like i heard songs that were written by people uh, that i knew through other people Mm -hmm. that i didn't know they wrote and then i got to hear the demos after i already liked the songs and i was like oh fuck this was written by people that i'm i've met and that it wasn't a beautiful like finished product it was an idea and then Ty Dolla $ign, took those songs and made them his own, and now they're on the records, and they're some of my favorite songs. But it was like hearing the process in reverse, and hearing like I was, I, it was like I could do that. I could write songs for someone like that that can take it and make it into something great that'll be someone else's favorite song. So that was a big part of it, and then just you know when I was working for free for those people, like having producers find out that I rapped and sang and did all this stuff. And they're like, have you song written? And I was like, no, but I want to. And they gave me a shot. And now it's been 2017 was the last time I worked for anybody. So it's been a long time. Five, six years, five years, six years, six years. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's finally like starting to make sense there was a big gap in my resume. I left college for music. I was supposed to be, you know, I got signed to an A&R who was like the head of urban for Atlantic records and it made sense. And then I went to shit and I was an idiot and I did a bunch of drugs and kind of fucked it up and I had to start over from scratch. That's when I went to audio engineering school. I did my internships. I started working with the swing and Johnson's full time in 2018. And there was like a five year gap in my resume where nothing made sense and it's starting to make sense. So to answer your question, I'm okay with, this dropbox group me not being able to post songs as my own because i see the bigger picture and i'm like if i keep writing shit like i am right now and i this has been 17 songs in a month if i do that every month there's gonna be hundreds hundreds of songs and out of those hundreds of songs the odds that one of them goes somewhere with the people that i'm working with are high very high and that's what i want
1: i, I think you're finally doing what you should be doing i agree and uh i mean I mean, what what's his name? Chris Stapleton has like fucking song and song and song. Like he has like archive after archive, and he's he like I think he's been in interviews like interviews where he's just been able to be like I'm um, if I wanted to write a song again, like I want to put something out, and just like scroll through, yeah, fucking push it, but like, he, there it is. That's what I
0: want to do. He was writing for other people for. Huge, like big people yeah for a long fucking time before yeah, he became before. an artist i mean he was <coughs> i think he
1: did bluegrass before that and uh i honestly i love his bluegrass stuff so much
0: my theory is that he started to sing shit that nobody else could do and that's the i call that the sia effect sia was the girl who did chandelier right? yeah i agree with that sia wrote for rihanna she wrote oh she shine did shine bright like a diamond that reference is on youtube by the way you and then she
1: should, she did shit and where and then she just did like...
0: chandelier and nobody could sing it oh so she and her whole thing was she covered her face because the reason that they didn't want sia to be like a major label artist is oh, cuz she's not beautiful no. I swear to God. Look it up, bro. Bullshit. She wears that blonde thing covering her face because she's not like industry standard beautiful. That's fucked up. And major labels kind of didn't want to take her on because she wasn't hot. But she had an incredible voice and she was an incredible songwriter. Stupid. So when she started blowing up with Chandelier, because she did I am titanium, that, that, I'm bulletproof, whatever. That song. It wasn't really her song. She was like a remix with a de- like a DJ that she sang on and no one else sang it. But when she did Chandelier, that's when she started like really blowing up. And her protest to the major labels is like, well, I finally fucking wrote a song that no one else could sing and I'm singing it, but you didn't want anyone to see my face. So I'll cover my face with my blonde fucking bangs that go down to my nose. And then you got like Chris Stapleton doing runs that no one can do. No one can do that run. Yeah. <laughs> and like r&b people but no one in country that he was writing for like no one could do that run for yeah for what he was doing even like country like even r&b yeah no no one does it like him yeah try it. he just i do sometimes it's not easy I know, it's fun. 17 notes <laughs> 17 notes and he does it fast and he does not octave above what i did yeah he's fucking nuts And it's perfect. You watch him do it live and slow it down. He's perfect. There's not one little miss, not one.
1: Yeah, he's amazing. He's
0: once in a lifetime.
1: I think there's people who just have that though, where it's just like it is. It's It's just how it's. We've talked about Tyler before too. Like Tyler just has that ability to just like drop it. Right, but your your argument was
0: you just have it or you don't. Yeah. My argument is he has it. He didn't have to try. But I've learned how to do it by practicing. By, yeah. by doing it over and over and over Tyler's. again. Tyler's, yeah. Tyler Childers has helped me write because now I can do little three-note runs. He does those casual three-note runs cook all the one. time, the right? The quick ones, yeah. Right, but they're not like 17-note like Chris Stapleton, but he always does the... I'm all your you're all mine. Your, your... Yeah. That's four notes. Yeah. Your, But that on... Or you remind me of a Sunday back home in old kentucky that yeah. key it, it, you don't even notice again. it's three notes but yeah. it's three so i've been singing those songs as covers. <laughs> hold me close my dear yeah, that's two notes sing your whispering song that's three song softly in my ear too and i will sing it long long yeah so that's I've, also that's also just twang it's twang, but it's not. It's intentional. It, but it's also twang, though. It's intentional, though. Intentional. You don't do that by accident. You don't hit perfect. Intentional twang. You don't hit three note runs unintentionally, yeah. but it's easy I, for him. I, I that's
1: just know, how dude. he sings. I think some people do just fucking have it. They just do no, it. No, for sure. But, they just do but it. But
0: that's I mean, not to say that you can't learn how to do it. There are people that do
1: it without realizing they're doing it.
0: And I, I don't even necessarily think Tyler realizes he's doing it. That's he can just do that's it. That's what I'm saying. But if like me, I didn't know what a three-note run was. When I tried to do it before, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But after years of doing it, now I'm doing three-note runs in all the songs I'm writing all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's partially because I studied Tyler Childers. You started playing A country shit. guy. Now yeah. I'm doing R&B three-note runs yeah. because I, I practice with my voice. You yeah. know what that feels like. It's not just like you're hitting intentional notes as you're going down. Yeah, yeah. Long and you long now nah, nah. whatever. I'm a little drunk right now, so yeah, it's I enough. love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault, honestly. And Lauren, it is great. Fucking Lauren. Yeah, thanks, great. Lauren. Thanks for the shots. I it's great. Listening. It's great. No, it's good though. I'm I, like you said. I feel like I'm doing the what I'm supposed to be doing for the first time in ten years. Working. So yeah working and not just working because like i've been doing working. i've been doing the swinging johnson thing yeah. it's different it's, yeah it's i'm doing what i'm you're like writing. my purpose you're my writing. purpose yeah. is to create you're sitting the fuck down and you're writing right and i wake up in the morning and i get my coffee and i go right i should be going to the gym too but i'm working on that so it's like you can also write while you're running on the treadmill i do listen to beats in that dropbox folder when i'm working out uh, cuz you could listen why without writing right. and then later on be like oh fuck but a lot of my process like i said is freestyling shit so a beat comes comes on i press record and i go da di da 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 di da and then i like that melody and i go i'm going to go to the bar and i'm getting drunk and i'm driving my car then and you write lyrics to it later right but you come up with that and then you make that into the pre-chorus and the and the verses driving drunk <laughs> oh, I feel good when I'm driving drunk, right? But you came up with a ba ba, and maybe you, before driving drunk, you went blah blah blah, 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 blah. And then you go, oh, driving drunk. You have to key into your crazy, dude. Right. You have, to, you have to loosen up. You really up. do, yeah. And the reason I like to do it alone, because I now, because I went to audio engineering school, I know how to mix myself, mm-hmm. record myself, do everything I need to do to make a demo. I couldn't let loose in front of people that I care about what they think about me. Because mm-hmm. it takes me sometimes an hour or two to even get that driving drunk. And I sound like a fucking idiot in the first hour and 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. You have to be comfortable, especially when you're, when you're in person writing for it not to make sense to anybody else until it does. And then you come up with that thing and they're like, Oh shit. But I like writing alone because no one's listening except for sometimes my mom might hear like in the distance when she's in the house or whatever. Yeah. After all this,
1: like when, when you, when you've gotten comfortable and maybe a little successful Yeah. and then everything's like done. Yeah. Can you write me like a uh, jingles? I wrote you a fucking jingle. I know. Can you, can you like You bring the whiskey? Can you, fin- right. can you finish with jingles though? Like, yeah. Like when it's all done, like you've kind of like done
0: your shit and it's, My it's like, I'm doing jingles now. You know what I mean? dude. I'm telling you the good, but the I like, good company, I like Bad habit song. Oh, it was great. It's, I like it's a jingle. I, it's great. It is a jingle, it but is. I like where
1: you're at now. Like yeah. I like what you're like. You're, you're like finally fucking grabbing the nuts. Yeah. And fucking handling it. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I'm excited to see what happens after all that. Right. Then I want jingles.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can do both. I could write jingles no, right now. No, 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 Damn if that If I line. am successful and I write hits, and then... That's how, that's how jingles happen. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. A company like Moss Nissan ask, you, ask, will you ask you to do a something. writer know, to be like, we need but to, I want you to get away. I don't want you to stay on that. I want you dude, to, speak. you think, you think I couldn't have wrote whopper, 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 Whopper double bacon, triple whopper, blah, blah, dude. That's a, that's the song. That's the jingle of the fucking decade. Yeah. But I don't want you to do that. I want if to, it. Makes I want me, to, if I could, if I make a just million money? dollars, you just want money, I want money, but then I, then I want just jingle. I want, just, listen, listen, just money, jingle dog. I want money. And I want to, and I want to write songs that make me happy, okay. And I don't want a boss ever again. I want, I don't want anyone to be my boss.
1: And just jingle. I mean, I'm doing this. I like what you're doing, though. I like what that little. I like. It I like too. that little Dropbox shit. Me too. Yeah, I think that's cool, and I, I think that's like. I feel like you're in a good place. Jingles are easier than fucking hooks. Yes, I agree, but I feel like you're in a good place and I just don't want you to like just. I'm not going to drop off for jingles. If you get money from a jingle, That's you're That's the name like, of this episode, gonna, <laughs> dropping off for jingles. <laughs> done. Yeah. But if you fucking get money from a jingle, you're done, you dude. You're just no. going to be like, I'm jingling. No, forever. I'm not. No.
0: I, I don't write with you're the intention. Jingle,
1: jangle that shit all the way.
0: Listen, bro, I write, like I said, because I'm unco- uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> there's something in my life there's it may not be discomfort maybe it's love maybe i fall in love and i write 20 songs about being in love something makes me feel some type of way and it's an easy outlet to write a song about it yeah i guess i will always do that whether i'm making buku bucks from jingles or i'm getting placements with i really want post malone i want i mark my words on the podcast i will get a post malone placement mark it right now You want him? That means he is. There's a bullseye, right? There's a bullseye on Post Malone. Yeah, I I will.
1: He should take that. uh, That first one.
0: Yeah. What's that? What's it? I don't want to say. Okay. Yeah, that one. Because it's like. Thank you. But uh, yeah, that thank one. you. I could see him doing that. I was thinking that today. It's more of a Harry Styles kind of, you know, vibe. Yeah. But I could see Posty doing it. No. That's but- the beautiful thing about pop though, is you get these guys like Post Malone that do how do you get him? you have to suck his wiener? No, I'm not sucking anyone's wiener. Let me Ooh, put I that out there. Suck his wiener. Nobody has to suck anyone's wiener. Oh. People can if they want to. I'm, I, you know, If it makes you happy to suck a wiener, I want you to suck a wiener. You know what I mean? I'm not saying anyone so don't shouldn't have to, suck a
1: wiener. You don't have to suck his wiener to get
0: hit. I don't have to suck anyone's wiener. Okay. That's part of the beauty of what I'm doing. Is he? I don't want to say he, but someone in the industry might have had to suck a wiener to get to the point where they get to use my hit song to be famous, right? But if you don't want to be famous and you just want to cash in, you don't have to suck any wieners and yeah. i do think people suck wien- i mean harvey weinstein that whole shit people are sucking wieners to get places right harvey, harvey weinstein harvey weinstein yeah yeah weinerstein so Us. people do suck wieners to get to a certain status in a certain place in la uh, it's like okay would you suck a dick for 10 million dollars would i suck a dick for, for 10, 10 10 million million in your pocket no taxes 10 million dollars chase Uh, yeah sure okay right same Ten million dollars so now think about it you don't even have to suck the dick you get five million without (laughs) sucking a dick now you see my point you know what i mean you're not even sucking the dick you Uh, just gotta okay the dick suck 10 million you just gotta give a thumbs up and i promise you no woman that's married to you and loves you is gonna just suck a dick and be like that that was so good to suck that I'm leaving my husband and my kids. No, because that uh, I dick agree. was so That's fun Leonardo to suck. Leonardo
1: DiCaprio, though.
0: Okay, but is your wife over over twenty five years old? Yeah. Okay, then he's gonna be done with her in two months. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> uh... You know what I'm saying? It's Leo. He's not he's not ending his career for any of our wives. No,
1: you know, he's not going to end a career for for anyone. Sucking a dick anyways,
0: yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. I'm not dissing my future wives. I'm not dissing anyone's wives. I'm just saying Leonardo DiCaprio has been up there. He's gotten throated by the best. Like that me. could that could help all my family members. All of them. All my family members. You're gonna be, not be okay could with be that. Be a little comfortable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So back to my initial thing, which I think I regret this entire segment of the podcast. Yeah. But my initial thing was I would suck a gross puss to get a placement with Post Malone. Yeah, that was easy. That was
1: just like right. you yeah, done, son. Right. Yeah. The dick parts a little harder, but it's cuz dicks are usually harder when you suck them. <laughs> okay. Okay. I had to go pee. <laughs> jesus christ
0: dude so i lo- this is remember when i hit the bullseye and i said this is gonna be the best podcast dude honestly i hope you had a good piss first of all i did and second of all i want to say shout out to all the guests we've had right yeah anyone that is listening i agree wait if you're fucking listening yeah to this, are you what kidding I'm me guess, i love you guys or whatever andrew carlson shout you out okay yeah that's what i'm talking about whoever's listening but i do want to thank michael i like my, my buddy michael okay well now you gotta say everyone there's a lot of people yeah though. right i don't even know who listens from my you know your end oh i know people do yeah but what i wanted to say is i love the guests we've had but i do love this i love this me and you talking because if you didn't listen to the original the original Chase podcast. It was called the Chase and Mikey Super Podcast yeah, Show. Yeah, Chase and Mikey. And Mikey, shout out Mikey, uh, another barber that was at Good Company, and my boy Constantine and Chase, and then me. I was kind of on the side, and we had guests. It was sometimes six people, seven people on one podcast. Too much. It was a lot. And then when Mikey uh, uh, transitioned, uh, it was Chase. and I don't mean like not, he's still a man. trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like when he went to a new space uh uh constantine and chase and i had a podcast and then constantine moved to montana and it was kind of like what are we gonna do mm-hmm. and we started this thing back up and i just wanted to say i've loved the guests and stuff but i do love the one-on-one uh banter with you yeah, it's fun it's cool shit i mean we're comfortable yeah we're bros now yeah you're my bro yeah, I agree. You send me memes. You send me morning memes, <laughs> and you've expressed before like how you lo- your favorite thing is to wake up in the morning and <laughs> and look at slash send your people memes. And when I get a meme from you in the morning, I'm like, God, Chase is thinking uh, You know, it means a lot.
1: Yeah, I I do only
0: have a, a small group. Yeah. yeah, I'm honored. Yeah, I feel like you know there was some there was some I had to earn my you know earn your way earn my way. I agree. You did earn your way. Thank you. Yeah, I was you know I've grown a little bit since I first met you, you too definitely grown yeah
1: from beginning to now yeah the past five years mm-hmm. yes you have thank you like full blown I have a video of you chugging a uh or shotgunning uh like a mango fucking modello or something outside the old shop yeah that like set the moment of like
0: young sod. yeah I was in a bad place when I young sold you, to old sod. I was in a fucked up spot no I was I was like coming off of schizophrenia. Like, I'm not kidding. Oh, really? Yeah. We talked about it. I mean, I I didn't know that's when it happened. It was 2016 that I had a psychotic break. I met Mm. you in 2018. Uh, That psychotic break was a, it was like a one acid trip kind of thing, but it stuck with me for years. Mm. Even when I got to know you, I was still, it shattered my confidence. You know, I didn't trust anybody. I was wearing tie-dye shirts, still wearing tie-dye. Yeah. Um, and I just was like lost. I was lost. I didn't know what the fuck to do. I mean, we hadn't even. I've gotten a lot of confidence just from the local shit, from the Swing and Johnson shit. I mean, we were at the bar earlier, and someone's like, "Oh, you're Sodi. You're Sodi." Like I get love from people that are just like local people, and but it means a lot. And that started when I first met you. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have even that confidence, and now listening, I, when I'm in my car, driving to and from work or driving here. I'm listening to what I wrote that day or the day before or, and it's just like fueling me. I'm like, and every time I finish a song I like, I get five minutes of like, fuck yeah. And the next thought is, how am I going to beat this tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Like, how am I going to write something that's better? Because I know I can, but it's just like, how the fuck am I going to do it? It's kind of daunting because you have to pull shit out of the ether. You have to just from your experiences and from the from the beat and from, you know, and make a song. Make something new that's better or as good or sometimes it's not always better, but you try. So all I'm saying is I have confidence now and I'm, you know, I'm older and I was young when we met. I was still, you know, 20, what? 26. 23, 23 23? when we met. Yeah. No. We met in 2018. I'm 28 now. What is it now? 23? 23, five years ago. So I was like 23 when I met you. I was still pretty young. You're what? 28? Mm-hmm. What's Constantine? 28. 29. Damn. He's 29. Let's call him. He's 29. He's like eight months older than me or six months older than me. Oh, <sighs> Honestly, this is a good amount for me. I feel like I'm not too... In the beginning, I was a little slurry, but like I'm chilling.
1: Yeah, you're great. Yeah, you're fine.
0: What's been up with you, bro? You've been going on a lot of fishing trips and fucking... Yeah, we went uh, halibut fishing yesterday. Nice. Went and got bait
1: and everything, and did the whole bait fishing. Nice. And we got no halibut.
0: Where did you catch that yellow shit that was like salmon? The trout.
1: Oh, the lightning trout. Yeah, that was up at. That's like a stocked, stocked lake. Where? Uh, Lake Hemet. Oh, something special. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was just kind of cool for the kids. Nice. Nothing, nothing special. Nice. Uh, the halibut thing though yesterday—that's—that's that's what I want to keep doing. Yeah. I want to try to get. I want to get a legal halibut,
0: dude. For sure. Take it home. Halibut is fried. Up. Probably my favorite fish to eat besides like what? white sea bass. Yeah, white sea bass is amazing. I
1: I would say yellowtail is way before halibut though.
0: I like yellowtail raw. I won't say favorite oh, fish. Like, to you're talking, I just mean like cooked, fried, or yeah, cooked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Not raw. Yeah. raw
0: i love tuna white, white sea
1: bass then for cooked, white sea pass and yeah
0: black cod raw is fucking that's incredible good, um but that's cool the <laughs> halibut
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what no dude <laughs> no <laughs> You dare keep it, dude. all out loud. So, what do you uh. Where are you going fishing next? You got any plans? I
1: really like disc golf. Now. Can we go? I really okay. like disc golf. Okay. okay. Did you see that disc? I yes. Think? Gorgeous. Yeah. Who did that? uh daddy mac dies daddy mac dies i don't know who he is he's just on instagram he does you sent it to him to do no like he he made it and i bought it oh okay cool um yeah disc golf dude i would
0: love to go disc golf do you want to go tomorrow tomorrow morning uh yeah really yeah what time uh seven yeah really yep i'll go really yep oh where i don't have a disc i have all of them okay
1: dude you want to go yes
0: fuck yeah yeah we're
1: going tomorrow morning 7 a.m. Okay, I'm gonna leave my house at seven.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll show I you. I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. But
1: I'm a little bit of, of obsessed with disc golf right now. Okay, um, dude, it's fucking
0: fun. It's free everywhere you go. I just went golfing this week and and smashed my driver into the ground until it dented. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not trying to golf anytime soon. But I like the concept, and I think I'd like frisbee golf I think way more. You
1: actually would really like. That. I think so too. And I think you'd probably be good at, at disc golf too. Yeah. Um. Oh, man, this is going to be fun. Let's go. And it's good for you because we're going to hike like two, two two and a half miles. Great. Great. We'll be done by 930. Okay. Fuck, that's be cool. Do not have cards? No, no. no <laughs> there's no. It's free. Okay. <laughs> like there's no one there to
0: like. You just show up. You just show up and go. Cool. Yeah. Um, Damn, that's cool. I'm excited. Yeah, no, I'll meet you there because you have to be here right after. <laughs> yeah. And I live yeah, in Calavera. Like so. like, I, I mean, live
1: pretty it's, close. It's better for you to Yeah. Not I live close. Yeah. Don't come to my house. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I'll meet you there. That sounds fun.
1: If anything, I could pick you up, but it'd be better if you just.
0: Drive. Yeah, let's just
1: go. Um, yeah, it's fun as fuck. Like, you really only need a driver, like in a mid range and then a driver? Like, a putter, yeah. A putter? There's different
0: discs, dude. Oh, really? I could uh, get into that. I really could. I know you could.
1: I like that. I'm going to start sending you some videos. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's a cool hobby. How'd you start? Uh,. a friend of mine posted a video that he was starting to get into it. And then I like, was like kind of wanting to, and then it kind of just pushed me to want to go do it. And then another friend of mine saw that I went and then was like, he's obsessed with it and really fucking good. And then I think Bert does it. He does. Yeah. That's where I first saw it. He dude, He like knows the names of the discs. Like Bert knows his shit. Yeah. I could see Bert being good too. Yeah. Um. Ah, fuck, it's fun. I like weird shit like that. Well, like the cool part about it. On top of that, is that like, everywhere you go, everywhere you like travel, there's usually a course, and it's always free. If it's not free, it's like five dollars. Yeah. If you're playing a golf course, then it's a little more. Right. But just about everywhere you go, and and it's like hiking through fucking beautiful areas. So you're not like just you're not like. I don't know. It's not like, like golf's a little different where it's like, it's like pristine all the way through where you can be in a a disc golf course and it's like up in the hills and you're throwing down through a forest and it's just a little different.
0: No, it's cool. It's an outdoor activity, but like, I feel like golf is so fucking frustrating sometimes and you don't have as much control. Yeah. Whereas Like, like disc golf, you could, you could, uh,
1: you could do like, like I recently played and I did like a plus 10. Yeah. I I've never
0: done that in golf. Yeah, never. It sounds leisurely compared to golf. That's a good word for it. There's hiking, there's a, there's exercise, but like as far as the frustration of the game, it sounds kind of leisurely. Like you can have fun. Yeah. And I think
1: there's room for people to be good at it too. Like yeah. there's like a a little more room. Right. But there's also skill to it. Like there, you watch these pros, and you're just like, "Holy fuck, what yeah. they're doing!" Like the way they place it, and they know the wind, and they look at the way the disc is moving. And yeah, it's super fun to watch. It's well.
0: like pool. Like pool's yeah. more like you could you could be good and have fun, you know, without trying too hard. But then you see pros play pool, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. And also, I can like I could
1: take my dog. Yeah. And the are dog you taking can, your dog tomorrow?
0: No. Okay.
1: Uh, she's. On, I can't really take my dog.
0: <laughs> okay. Same I mean, shit sometimes? I mean,
1: I could take her. If I really wanted to, I could, but she wants to, she's a retriever. Like, she's going to go get my fucking disc. If yeah. I throw my disc, and I don't want to tell her not to get my disc, because yeah. I want her to retrieve birds. But, like, my kids could go. Okay. And they can hike the whole way with me and yeah. throw disc and shit. And yeah. It's cool shit. I don't know. It's fucking it cool. It sounds cool. You're down 100%. Yeah. Okay, we're going tomorrow. Okay. Fuck yeah. I'm in.
0: I'm so stuck. Update. Did my sleep study. Oh. Inconclusive. That's what they said? Yep. I paid out of pocket for the home sleep study because How? it was faster. And How the much? guy said How much? Not much. How much? Not much. How much? Guess. Four hundred dollars. Way less. Two fifty. Way less. One twenty. Less. Eighty dollars. Very close. Seventy five. Yes. Oh. <laughs> But I paid and the guy's like, well, you know, these, these home sleep studies are kind of inaccurate. So I think it's better if you just do the the clinical and I'm like, okay, why did we do it in the first place? Why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of took on the mentality of, okay, it seems like I'm kind of fucked here for a while at least Mm -hmm. and I need to figure it out on my own. So I'm going to keep losing weight. I've lost 20 pounds so far. uh, And I'm just like, fuck it, you know, I'm going to tell myself in my head that I'm not I don't have it, and I'm going to wake up and have my coffee and live life and keep losing weight, and maybe it'll go away. Are you sleeping better? Uh, since I've lost weight, definitely. Okay. Yeah. When I went up to Mammoth to snowboard, uh, I woke up the second night, woke up horrible. Like, having a dream, I was having a heart attack, went... <coughs> And like woke up, shot up on the couch that I was sleeping on. Cause one of our friends snores really bad. And that, and that, comes, can, that can also just happen from dreaming. I guess. Yeah. But like, it was like, I wasn't breathing. It felt like I hadn't been breathing. So mm. it's like when I don't take care of myself and if I drink and if I eat late and there's stuff that makes it worse. Uh, but if I fast before bed, that's the best thing I found. Like if I don't eat for hours before I fall asleep, I usually have the best sleep. So I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. What what's that bruise on your knee? Uh that that is from <laughs> <laughs> That is from uh stepping over a fire hydrant and not missing it. When? Uh I tried Muya, which is the new burger place in Carlsbad. Muya. muya I'm not is it good? It's okay. Where's that at? Uh El Camino Real in the seventy eight, like in that gym shopping center across from the mall oh where shoes fitness was oh yeah it's like next to coffee bean and shit there's like the top of the bagel fawns. hooked on sushi hooked on sushi right there oh there's a place called muya muya it's a burger place so i tried that and i was okay i was leaving there and there was a fire hydrant and i was kind of not paying attention (laughs) i tried to step over it and my knee just went right into the fucking fire hydrant and it hurt so bad for like five minutes i was like are you fucking shitting me Uh, And it should not have hurt that bad or happened but okay yeah man no, it's not cool. Like I, I got a bruise here from snowboarding, but it's pretty much gone now. So right on my love handle, it kind of like accented it. Like it Wait, made you got a bruise there and a bruise on here. I got a bruise here. That's pretty much gone now, but it still hurts. That's from the same thing. I fell once snowboarding. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, Somebody would do that. Yeah. One time though, I hadn't been in 14 years, crushed it at my weight. I was flying down the mountain. I was like a fucking gazelle, like a snow gazelle. <laughs> You wouldn't have believed it. If you looked at me, you would have thought, oh man, he must be wearing really big baggy clothes because that guy's got to weigh like 140 the way he's flying down the mountain. Yeah, I was like a fucking... No I one. was like the snow. I became the snow. No one cares. Yeah. When you're on the mountain, like everyone's
1: thinking about themselves.
0: Yeah. No, I spent most of my time looking at people and seeing how fat they were. So No. no I'm just kidding. All right. Well, hey, <clears throat> for real, thank you for doing this podcast still and for the people that actually listen to us it's fucking sick we have a great time i don't think chase or i i definitely don't but i don't think chase does it because we have some grandiose expectation of like riches one day we do this because it's fun to get together on tuesday nights and fucking talk and meet new people and have guests but when we don't have guests it's just me and chase and it's fucking sick we're gonna play some darts now i think because it's been a while yeah so uh thanks for listening if you do listen I hope you enjoyed. And if you don't listen, I don't know why the fuck I'm talking to you right now. Because so do talk a lot. And that's why I'm a great (laughs) co-host. You bring the whiskey and I'll lick your nuts. You bring the whiskey and I'll bring the pot. You bring the papers and I'll... Shots, it's so good to have good company for all the fucked up habits that I got.